Hello, Warriors. How are you guys doing this evening? This is Latrice Carter, your hostess with the mostest, and you are listening to Horror Movie Warriors. And uh, tonight, guys, we will be discussing Night of the Living Dead. Not the 1968 version, though. The 1990 version, uh, which is uh, it's pretty good in it in its own right. Uh, of course, the originals are always better. But uh, 1990 um, Night of the Living Dead actually came a little close to being just as good as the original. So, but uh, and with me uh, discussing this um, great classic movie is, of course, uh, you know her from last week's, um, both of last week's episodes, um, the remaining and April Fool's Day. Miss Ingrid Hubert is here with us again. Hello, everybody. New, new, new blood. Come on now. (laughs) Uh, Constance Goodrich is on again. Hello, my favorite. And tonight we do have a newbie with us. We have, uh, as Ingrid just said, new blood, <laughs> Mr. Joshua Grant. Joshua, thank you for being with us today. Oh, it's such it's such a blast to be on. I was I was so excited about this. So I I write horror, but now I get to be part of the experience. Part of yes, the experience. So yes. It's gonna be exciting. Uh, please tell my listeners what kind of horror you write. Okay, well, I, I became a best-selling horror author, and so it's been a little bit since I wrote some of my horror books, but I, I have a couple of novels that are, like, they're along the lines of kind of, like, more, like, creature feature, kind of, you kind of jump back to the 90s if you love that kind of horror. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, kind of like a... 80s, Adam's 90s, look, listen, I love the classics. <laughs> Yeah, does anyone on here like the 80s or 90s horror? I, I feel like, you know, there's something good there. No, I'm just <laughs> 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 Yes, well, I'm so happy that you are on, Joshua. Uh, we did have another guy who was going to join us, Mr. Richard Moylan, but um, uh, he is on a date with his wife, and I could not tell him, don't do that. <laughs> So I told him to have fun. I told him to have fun with his wife. Listen, you know, life is too short. You have to have fun with your wives, your husbands, your boyfriends, your girlfriends, whoever. You got to have fun with them. So, uh, uh, but um, what do you guys think about Night of the Living Dead? Let's hop right on into this. Uh, Joshua, with you being a newbie, how do you feel about uh, Night of the Living Dead. You know, it's like it's like sending the new guy in first, you know, in the horror movie. Like, yes. Joshua, you go, you go. So like, so I, I'm actually a scaredy cat. It's weird that I got into like writing horror, but but it was actually like the zombie, the classic zombie films that originally really got me into horror i'd say night of the living dead of course like the original uh like i i used to love i i grew up playing resident evil it was always mm-hmm. my favorite and those are based off of like night of the living dead yeah and uh this one actually yeah. the 90s version i never saw like the full thing of my brother was having a sleepover and they like they had all like you know all his friends over and they started watching this i saw like 
like the uncle, you know, like kind of roll over like the railing in the beginning of the uh-huh. flick and he like goes falling. And I was just like, I was like, I was out, you know, I, was, like, <laughs> I, was like, I don't want to watch this. So, but it was so much fun to, to go and actually like, check it out for a change. But I, I love zombie films. I'm currently writing like a, like, you know, another zombie apocalypse. So I was like, I just love thinking about zombie apocalypse and how can they be, be different. I just love that kind of creature feature. So it was so much fun to like check out and see like, the classic, but also like how they remade it and kind of captured the fun of the original with kind of the more modern special effects and kind of a different kind of message than the original. It was kind of interesting. So, so it was a blast. My babysitter used to make us like listen, like watch, like we would one day watch. And when I was like in kindergarten, we watched like like the Lion King one day, and then the next day we'd watch Return of the Living Dead. Oh, like, like, we were like smattering, like maybe we were bad or something. I don't know. And so like I have this like phobia of zombies, so so it was fun to go back and watch. Thanks for making me watch this. I guess <laughs> you're welcome. Out of my childhood trauma, I appreciate. It. Oh, you, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and Miss Ingrid, how do you feel about Night of the Living Dead? I mean, it wasn't not good at all because it was good, but it wasn't, um, of course, of course, you know, it's not going to be, you know, exactly like the original, even though you can't can't beat the original, you can't live up to just the first thing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, uh, Constance, how about you, hon? What, what do you feel about, uh, Night of the Living Dead? This was like one of my first, okay. The original was made in 86, and I was born in 86, but when I got older to where I could watch horror movies, um, uh, that was like one of the first ones I watched was the original George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead, and I fell in love with it, and that's how I became into like the whole horror theme of everything. But um, when, ni- when the 1991 came out, I got excited. I don't know if anyone else is gotten the same attitude as I have, but I love how they have my favorite actors in there, Tony Todd and Bill Mosley and such great actors and actresses in there and I love the fact that they chose them. And again, you know, Tom Savini and Yeah. All that. So I was it kind of and to this day, I mean I've done I'm a cosplayer. For people who's on People know me by this podcast by now by my 
cosplayer of Lady Victoria Grey, which is a vampire, but I've done many zombie cosplays too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I love, this is like one of the greatest films, so yes, I love this film. It I is. was playing as a zombie, like, if you get me at, like, 7 in the morning, you know. You talk about Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's get into the questions here, guys. So, again, Joshua, because you're new, I'm going to start with you first. Uh, I survived the first alien egg, and now I'm going to poke another one. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your favorite character in Night of the Living Dead? So, you know, for me, it, like, just just like the original, to be honest, it was it was Ben, you know? It's yeah. Like, uh, and, you know, it's, it's hard not to like him, you know? He's just right off the bat, like... Like, hey, this is what's up. Like, kid, where's your car? Come on, let's get with it. And so uh, he's just like, like he is so likable. And like, you know, especially the original, he was kind of like the heart of the message and uh, what George A. Romero was was trying to get at with like, uh, uh, you know, in the original, he was really trying to to tap into also like, you know, like racism and getting rid of yeah. racism and how like we can wow. be the we're the monsters, right? And so it's like, wow. and so Ben is just like a like a really powerful like just character and uh just like you know bringing up you know, other people and just how he like kind of kind of mentors barbara into it <laughs> maybe i just like ben because like if i was in the movie i'd be barbara i'd be the one that's like hysterical in the beginning exactly and uh uh Cassins, how about you who is your favorite character a night of the living dead Ben was always my favorite character in either movie because of the fact that, again, he has the heart and soul of a warrior. I mean, you have all these zombies coming at him, and he's just, I don't know, he, he's just going right back at them with the same tenacity as they are coming after yep. the race. So, plus the fact that, again, I could see myself as Ben because I really would not get afraid that easily. I would actually try to hype everyone else up in the group to make sure that they don't get hysterical and I might slap somebody if they get hysterical. Joshua, sit down and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> And Ingrid, you how you can't not like you can't not like someone that can just like punch through a door. You like there's that moment where he's like, right. you see, I punched through a door. It's not good enough. He's All right, right. And Miss Ingrid, who is your favorite character? They said Dan, I, I did like Dan a lot because of the support that he gave and like pretty much the proverbial slap in the face to Barbara. So he would finally wake up and realize that what is we need to just calm down, figure out what's going on, keep our head about ourselves, you know, make sure that we you know, understand, try to get the understanding of what's going 
on. Yeah. You know, and they, the survival rate for me for both the film seems, you know, really good at first, you know. That was just first, but yeah, but um Barbara was okay, but then was the worst Well, I I hear what you're all saying because you know Ben was a very uh, good character, uh, good character, and Tony Todd played him very well. I I I I love uh, that that Tony Todd, you know, he just rose to the occasion because uh, Dwayne Jones did a very good job in the original. So, you know, and for Tony Todd to come and just take the role into a whole other, like a whole other level was yeah, pretty good. back for the uh, Dawn of the Dead remake, too, as a different character. is kind of fun. He's like a cameo in that one. Yeah. It, it, so, you know, that, I mean, it, it was really good. But my favorite char- character was Tommy. I really loved... Uh, how Tommy was, he was scared, but he also was calm. He was cool, calm, and collected. And, you know, uh, like, like, you know, he's, he was telling Cooper how, how, you know, listen, I, I, he was dead. I was trying to look, he was dead, but then he came back to life and, you know, he he was trying to tell him and everything. and, And he was calm about it. He wasn't trying to, you know, he wasn't screaming or anything like that. But I tell you what, though, I did feel his girlfriend, you know, because like like she said, you know, you guys keep yelling at each other. But, hey, this is his house. <laughs> this is his house. <laughs> Where would you be if we didn't even let you guys in here? You know, so and I was kind of feeling her on that one. I was like, you know what? <laughs> and I was throwing both out. <laughs> but... <laughs> I was gonna say I, I I wrestled you know it's it, interesting I was wrestling with that question when you kind of sent it my way right it's like uh like who is your favorite right because like I I love Ben and like you said Tommy had that kind of like cooler head too though about yes things, even though Ben Ben had that kind of strength but he was he was a little bit fiery sometimes but like yes he was I was always fascinated I'm like is Ben like the good guy or the bad guy in a way because like maybe oh, if they left, right you know, because then, it like, could have gone either, either way yeah, with, with him yeah. and Cooper it could have been either way. Yeah, so they are. They went in the basement and stayed quiet with the zombies. Have come. You know, it's like so. It's like I was like, hmm, I'm like maybe Ben wasn't like even though he was like you know he's awesome and stuff. It's like maybe he didn't actually. He have was the, best the idea, strength though. of the movie, and, uh, like you said, Joshua. He had the strength, so he was the strength of the movie. Whereas Barbara was, um, she didn't have the strength at first, but then throughout the movie, she started to get that strength. Yeah. Started and started to get that courage. Pain. Yeah. Pain. Uh, so, all right. Well, Miss Ingrid, we'll go to you um, uh, first for the next question. Who was your least yeah, favorite? You're supposed to alien egg this time. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the cave. <laughs> Who was your least favorite character, uh, Miss Ingrid? Oh, none other than. Uh, of course. I think we all might have the same answer. <laughs> the man, I'm telling you, 
whatever, what, wherever you came from, it, it wasn't Earth. <laughs> I mean, it was like, you know, you, you, you're not even thinking straight or rationally or, you know. It's, no, he you wasn't. Know, like a, a bully uh, husband, you know, I think that he had some kind of uh, mental, uh, something kind of domestic. Like mental thing. disorder, like, yeah. Yeah. You know. Because of the way that he treated her, you know, I talked to her, and you know, I was I wasn't liking that. I mean, he was—he it didn't matter to who he was talking to, you know. He was just playing rude and nasty, and just screaming. Yeah, just, just and yelling for no reason. And not, and not. I mean, there was a reason, but I mean, he was—I mean, he was doing that to his wife. And he wasn't helping anybody out. Everybody was working and what was he doing? Screaming. <laughs> he was screaming, Miss Ingrid. That's what he was doing. Yelling and and <laughs> and beating up imaginary people. I was like, he was that person that's like, even in all this chaos, it's like even within the same house, he's like, "Oh, look! Like chaos is happening. I'm gonna, I'm gonna loot. I'm just gonna." Oh, right. Like, <laughs> like we're in the same house. Like, are you <laughs> I 
And you're going to see your dead mom. <laughs> right. Right. Like what are the gloves for? Yeah. I was, I was waiting for him to have the ascot to go with it, you know. <laughs> and Constance, like, like I said, not that I need to ask, but who is your uh, least favorite character? Johnny. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, okay, don't get me wrong. I did not like Cooper either because of the way he treated his wife and the way he was dicking around in the house, not even doing it. <laughs> Same for anybody. And then he turns around and he almost gets Barbara killed. Remember that scene? Oh, yeah, yes, right, yes. Right. And by trying to take the gun from her, then he's like, oh, I'm just going to let a bunch of zombies grab onto you now. You know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it would be Johnny for me because Johnny was one, like, they were going to go visit their dead mother. And he was like, I don't care that she died. I don't care. I don't yeah. want flowers on her grave. I, right. I, 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 yeah, I, that's I, true. You know, for that's what? Why they like, killed them off so early. Well, and you know, that, that, that's the thing. Most of the time, people kind of find me morbid because I will sit there with characters I hate, and when they die, I will really get up and start doing a happy dance because that's <laughs> And when it hits, you know, Ingrid, you know, I'm talking about. But, um,. It was Johnny for me. I mean, Cooper was, you know, a jackass, but um, Johnny was a total douchebag. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Between the two, right? Which which is your your favorite? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I have to agree with Miss Ingrid, though. I uh, I really really did not like Cooper. I did not like Cooper at all. (laughs) He, He was worse than Johnny for me. I, I think I thought he was manipulative. He was angry, just angry, just oh my gosh, the yelling for. I mean, I mean, like right off the bat, yelling. You know, yeah. It, it, I, yeah it, and didn't even, and didn't even let any of them know that they were down there. Yes, yes. I'm pretty sure it was his idea. That, you know, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure Tommy wanted to go go up. But it was Cooper that said, no, we should stay down here. I'm pretty sure. They didn't say that in the movie, but I'm pretty sure that Cooper told Tommy not to open that door. What about his daughter? What did she do? She just laid around the whole time. (laughs) Well, she had gotten bit, so. so lazy. I know you're sick and all, little. I know you're sick and all, darling, but get your ass off the table and help us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm bored, okay? <laughs> your, old, your old man Cooper needs to sit back here with his beer. Get up. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to get the TV. <laughs> well, you're right. We're like, sack and get me all the loot you can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. So, what is everybody's favorite scene? Uh, Constance, we'll go to you um, for this one first. What is your favorite scene? Uh, on uh... Uh, mine, were, mine was where you see Ben do the most heroic thing I've seen in the entire face of this movie, where they're all being attacked, and from outside, he's grabbing a zombie from the outside, and the other ones are on the inside are trying to keep, uh, I think, it was Barbara from getting pulled out Bob, of yeah, her. Barbara, so, so yeah. 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 And then, like, from outside, 
outside, you just see badass Ben just grab him and chuck him over the rail of the, yeah. the porch. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was like my favorite scene right there. I was like, oh my God. That's <laughs> <laughs> what we all do to door to door salespeople, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I opened up the door and then I kicked them off the porch. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just gotta get your vampire teeth, you know, Constance. <laughs> oh, oh, right. <laughs> kicking <laughs> yeah. well any any good zombie movie right needs that person that that you're looking forward to get eaten you know it's like come on right yeah <laughs> <laughs> and how about you joshua uh what is your favorite scene yeah you know i, I was like uh, yeah for me i'm like i'm, I'm such a scaredy cat right it's like uh, and so for me we, i weirdly like love like the beginning of of like zombie movies especially or like any kind of like horror movie where it's like it just starts dawning on everyone like oh something's not right here you know it's like that's my favorite part of any horror thing even writing horror it's like that moment of like oh something is wrong and it's like that kind of creeping tension build and you know like zombie movies tend to jump you in pretty quick but that's why i like in the beginning when it's like basically like after barbara like like manages to get away from the uh from the cemetery it first gets into like the farmhouse and it's just like like what's going on in here and she sees like you know like the the little griddle or whatever going and yeah stuff. and it's just like something's not you know right and like so it's like right. that early that early time of it's like super vulnerable and you have no idea what's happening that's like that kind of chaos time that's that's always my favorite oh my gosh and i, I agree with you uh joshua yes i i, I that's my fit and actually that's actually what i wrote in my notes i actually love uh that Night of the Living Dead, both of them, the 1968 version and the 1990 version. I actually love that they wasted no time in scaring the living daylights out of us. They wasted no time. They, the zombies was, they, they pull up to the cemetery and bam, the zombies are right there, you know. Yeah, that's something I love about like, uh, like that's my kind of horror, right? It's like creature feature kind of stuff. That's why I love to Mm -hmm. watch too. And it's like, but like with creature feature versus like some other stuff, it's like if you do it right, like zombies are scary even when you see them. So it's like, right. it, it, so it's not like yeah. things where it's like the ghost isn't all that scary once you see it standing there. You know, it's like you gotta like have it lurk in the background. Whereas zombies, like like this with this one right off, it's like 
there's a zombie immediately walking up to you, you know? Right. <laughs> and that old man, that old man, that the, the hearse driver, what was he doing? Like, he just shows up like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm not like, hey, by the way, there's a zombie chasing me. Like, right. Hey, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. And then he turns into a zombie himself. I'm like, oh, my gosh. But, uh, but, but see, that's why I love the classics. Because it seemed like the classics was like that, you know. They... They didn't waste any time getting to the point. Like Nightmare on Elm Street, for example. Uh, the first of Nightmare on Elm Street, you, you, I mean, you, we see Freddy Krueger um, uh, uh, polishing his glove. And then the very next scene, you see Tina, you know, and she's like running for her life because, you know, she's in danger. And then you, then we see, and that's like within the first 10 minutes. So. Yeah. You just watch two hours worth and then you finally get to see some sort of supernatural thing happening. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and that's, and I, I, I hate to say this, and I, I know my listeners know that I do not like this movie, but I also know that my listeners love this movie and you guys probably do too, but it's why I really don't like The Shining. Because The Shining just took too long to get to the freaking point. I'm like, okay, I intro music. Yeah, the music, the music will have you thinking that something is about to happen. But when in reality, we're just gonna see uh, 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 what's olive oil and her son just you know shoot the breeze. I, I'm sorry, I mean, and I know I'm going to get lots of hate for that, <laughs> but, but I do not like this shiny. Just take the protagonist and like, throw them in the other movie, and they'll be in for a surprise, you know. They just get away, and the zombies are already coming through the door. It's like, ah! But Joshua, that is exactly how I feel. That's why I love the, I love the beginning, because it takes us right there. Right there, just in the first ten or twenty minutes, and then you we we already know what's going to happen. the The zombies are there. Barbara has to get away. Is she going to find somebody else, or is she not? You know, there's that. You know, especially if you ha- haven't seen this movie before. You know, your the questions become, who else is she going to run into? You know, so. Well, what is everybody's least favorite scene? And that's where we'll go to you first for this one again. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What's your least favorite scene? Oh, gosh. Like, uh, you know, it's like, (laughs) yeah, it's like kind of anything. Yeah, where it's kind of like we're any of the Cooper focused ones. (laughs) It's just like, like. I mean, like, you know, a couple of those is like, I, I, I got it like early on where he's just like, Hey, I didn't want to come up here because you know, you, you, we didn't, we can't see through walls. I'm like, okay, I'll give you that one Cooper. Okay. You can't see walls. <laughs> I, I'd be hiding in the basement myself. Like I ain't going up there. I don't know what's going on. But like, but at the same time, like after a while, it's just like, come on Cooper, you're stealing the TV. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of get into that one or, uh, you know, I, it's, it's hard to say, like, I love the, like, I love when they go out in the truck and they're like, we got to fuel this thing up, you know, and, uh, and they get out there and it's like, oh, we got the wrong key. 
I like love that whole sequence because mm-hmm. it adds all that tension. And it's like a Ben trying to get back to the house. But then, then you get like Tommy who's just like, I'm going to shoot the gas pump. And that <laughs> went, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, that was the yeah, only like, time yeah, I didn't yeah. like Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I still not understand why he said, I will shoot this. No one that you got gasoline. <laughs> uh, and then your girlfriend while you have it. You yeah. yeah, that was the only time that I had an ought with Tommy. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm no, you didn't, Tommy. No, you didn't. You know, like, I might as well pick this torch up and try to beat the beat the gas pump with it. Maybe that'll work. His <laughs> 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 girlfriend also in that scene just like peels out and just sends Ben <laughs> flying off hey, into the distance. It made me laugh, you know. So I like, <laughs> like, I'm a mixture of like that's an awesome scene of like, oh yeah, we're out here in the zombies, and also like on the side, I'm like, oh god, it's like <laughs> there were like six people. Thanks, Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) At least Cooper never killed anybody. Right, right. I guess he killed Ben. Yeah, Yeah, he did. He did. (laughs) And and, uh, Constance, what was your uh, least favorite scene? your least favorite scene? My least favorite scene? Well, like you said, that's the gun and, and, and the gasoline. It was <laughs> the worst ever. I mean, I, I, I was going to say at first when Johnny uh, got killed the way he got killed when his head hit that. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Turn away every time that happens. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, when I see that, you know, you know, I was like, oh my god, that was rough. I'm, uh, you know, but then we're seeing uh, uh, little, uh, what's his name now? Uh, light up the dog on the gas pump to get the heat, uh, the, the lock off. <laughs> oh, like that song make, make it a lot quicker and easier. Oh, yeah, but in in your mind, you're not thinking, this is going to explode if I do this. Why, why am I doing this? 
Right, you know, right. No, no, no. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. We lost all, all reason. Oh. All. <laughs> 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 going and going and going and going. I mean, just, oh, my Lord. What did you tell me? We lost him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, if that, if that was my least favorite thing, that, 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 Well, I'll that, tell you. Uh, yeah. What, what they call it, brain heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, uh, uh, I had a different uh, one, uh, a different scene that I didn't like. Uh-huh. I, uh, I don't like the ending. Uh, oh, yeah. when they're yeah, yeah, when they're lynching yeah. the zombies, and you know, for, for me, you know, it was just um yeah, kind of uh, it just took me back to you know um, racism and slavery mm-hmm. and everything like that. So uh, that that's why I didn't really you know uh, that scene for me didn't really you know yeah yeah, yeah. it didn't well, really you know, mess I, well. I guess I, I, I vibe with you on, 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 on that, Latrice, in the sense of like, like the end in this one versus like, you know, I had originally seen the original one and oh, yeah. I, I, I even went back and like looked at, you know, I looked at a bunch of horror movies when I was looking at books and I really wanted to kind of capture some of like the feel of horror movies I loved. It's right. like the original one and really did a kind of deep dive into that one. The original one, George A. Romero was, was trying to make this kind of a, narrative that was you know like what was against you know like slavery and kkk and racism yeah and, yeah like that was kind of the whole narrative of the original one and i felt like yes. that message was like dead in this one it was just kind of like it felt kind of gratuitous kind of like what you said it was like where you have these like you know it's like they lynched the zombies and it's like in the original it's kind of like you had ben come out and they you know they shot him it was all part of like this like against slavery kind of spiel or not slavery racism and uh and the new one kind of i don't know that message is kind of dead in this one so it's like it, it didn't really have as like like the impact the first one was going for and it was just kind of seemed a little like yeah like that gratuitous i don't know yeah but but then again i don't think that they meant for um that this one uh to be uh uh a social commentary, kind of like True. like the one you know before it. I don't think mm-hmm. they were going for that at all. I just think yeah. that it it was um, for me, you know, look looking at that, and I'm sure you know for some others too. Uh, I'm sure you know, but uh, uh, it, it just wasn't. I don't think that they needed to lynch the zombies. Myself, yeah. you know, I just yeah. don't think that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, that's kind of, that's kind of my point, right? Is that you don't you don't bring out something so visceral and, and hurtful, kind of like that, right? You know, yeah, like, yeah. Unless, I mean, not that I deep, unless it has a deep point, you know. And I, right. I felt like it, that's what I mean. I just kind of felt like in this one, it was just kind of a bit careless. It was just kind of there, you know. Uh, yeah, the yeah. original the original really was George A. Romero had like a specific commentary he was trying to go for for each of his like original trilogy of of Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and Day of the Dead, they each had a specific social commentary to them. Right. And like, whereas this one, it was just kind of like, let's make a, the cool remake of our original, but without that, like, I guess without that message he was kind of going for, it's like, uh, like yeah, it, yeah. I think they were trying more that in this one, and I just felt like it's like, 
it's kind of careless to like and, put something so and you know like a, like I was purpose. <clears throat> like I was about to say you know it is no fault to anybody. No, it's, it's nobody's fault. It just is, you know, because Tom Savini, he did a very good job with what he was given. Yeah. And um, uh, I didn't write it in my fun facts at all, but he did have a little bit of pr- problems with the production crew. Yeah. They did not, for whatever reason, they they just didn't work with him on this movie. And, and, and you know, uh, and so that... You know that comes into play. You you know, uh, and I think I've said it on a podcast before. You can always tell when something when the either the actors or the directors or even if they're you know a part of the uh, miscellaneous crew, you can always tell when somebody's not vibing. You know, uh, because the movie that there's the atmosphere in the movie that. That you can always tell. Now, uh, you know. That's Cooper. Cooper's back again. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not, you know. But I am not faulting Tom Salvini. I'm not faulting the uh, the writer, which is George Romero. I I think he did write this this script as well. Yeah. Uh, So, so I'm not blaming either one of them. It's just the way the you know. It's just the way it unfolded on camera. Yeah, and, well, like yeah. I said, it was, just a, it was just a little careless, but like not, I guess like not uh, malicious in the sense of like, no, you know, not, not at all. Throw this in there to hurt feelings. Yeah, no, like, no, I, I, I really, like, I it's, really it's, do it's not think that they did video. that. Yeah. I don't think that they did that at all. In my opinion, when she, um, at the very end, also when she shot, uh, Marvel shot Cooper in the head because he, happened to survive that I was like, you know, um was that a did he kinda of deserve that or you know I I don't know how to look at that that one there. I mean he was such an a hole anyway. <laughs> yes he was family his family was was gone, you know, his wife and daughter, you know. So why does he get the right to live, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it, uh, 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 speaking of Cooper, that's actually, uh, he's a part of my next question. Like, do you guys think that he abused his wife before? This zombie, whatever it was, zombie, a couple, uh, uh, how do you say it? Apocalypse. Uh, Apocalypse. yeah. Do you guys think that he beat his wife before that? Or do you guys think that it was because of this situation that had him on edge? Uh, well, Joshua, we'll, we'll go to you first because you're a guy. Is so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to be the, the gruff one. No, I, like, I, I, I weirdly like uh, so something that feeds into like even my own writing, right? But it's like uh, in my experience, of, like watching some of these things, like like I actually did like uh, 
like survive. I survived this major flash flood and I had a bunch of kids at the time, like on fourth graders and we we're all up in this cabin and we had this like cabin collapse on us and just get hit by this wall of water oh, and wow. sucks you under. And luckily we all, we all escaped with our, like with our lives. Right. But it's like, we, we lost all of our stuff and we didn't have shoes and oh, we had to wow. be up in the mountains for like, like two and a half days with like a whole bunch of kids. We were at this camp and like, there was all these other kids too. And fortunately like all of our food was okay. And all of our water was okay but like everything else was like wrecked and we had like the red cross bring us blankets and pillows and stuff we had to kind of hang out while they dug out the the highway to get people out of there and so it's like it was like this i i got the chance to see like like your normal structure break down to be in a kind of apocalyptic situation and i got to see people like situations like that amplify what's already there that's kind of what i found so yeah. it's like like i got to see like like good people right there like that, that do well under pressure like i got to see that amplified to where they were like like incredible like superhumans you know right. like, and i got yeah. to see people that don't do so well like when they get stressed out and they go like they lash out i got to see them kind of implode like and just it, like blow up or just totally like shut down and so you kind of got to see like the barbara versus cooper kind of thing barbara at first just like mm-hmm. shut down and she was just not doing well and then yeah. cooper i feel like it's like so i feel like Ahead of time, like, I feel like Cooper was already abusive to his wife in the sense, like, I felt like it, it, maybe it was more of an emotional abuse, uh, like, versus yeah. like, the physical piece. And then with this, it just kind of dialed it up to, like, with his daughter being sick and his, like, his self-esteem being, like, I can't help them and I'm, like, stuck and I can't do anything. That was, like, the most frustrating piece for people yeah. I saw that, like, couldn't get out of the situation I was in, right? It's, like, we can't go anywhere and what's going to happen? It's, like, it's, like... I got to see that kind of dial up. And so it's like, for him, I think it's just that all that stress like boiled him over the edge, like not excusing anything he did, mind you. Right. But like, but I think it kind of like boiled him into this like next level for, because it's like, he, he like, he really like in a weird way, he was trying to help them. But that is like abusers often. They'll be like, I'm trying to do this good thing. But then, you know, they're like, they're they're doing this evil thing, right? And so yeah. Like, I think he was I think he was a very controlling, emotional abuser beforehand, and I think this dialed him into more of that physical abuse. Yep. And and uh, before I uh, go to you two, uh, Castus and Ingrid, uh, I'll, I I have to say this: it, everything you said, that's what I put in my notes. Everything you said. Uh, yeah, you're actually writing me because it enhanced. It enhanced. Uh, it, fear and pressure, like like you said, Joshua, fear and pressure, it does enhance what's already there. It multiplies it times like a hundred. You know, like if you're already verbally abusive, well, then if, if you're under this kind of pressure, it's just it's just gonna go up. You know, so I I, I totally agree with that, and uh, Mrs. Miss Ingrid, how do you feel about that question? Do you also think that Mr. Cooper was abusive in the beginning or or not? I, I believe he had different forms of abuse before his wife. Especially if he didn't do what he asked or, you know, uh, he wanted to get, you know, try to help his daughter again, like I said, again, you know, trying to help her daughter, you know, and he's telling her, no, 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 you can sit there, we'll just 
kid out down. Right. Or, you know, until some help comes along, you know. And I, 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 it, it, it just, it just made me feel uncomfortable to know that somebody would actually do that to other than his own wife, you know, that, that especially in the situation that they were in, you would think that he would be more calm towards his wife more less. Right. That's not the way But that, that wasn't was. what he was, yeah. His, his mindset was totally wherever he was born. You know, the, 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 the fear of, like, Yeah, that that happens too. That happens too. And, and Constance, what do you think, hon? I have to agree with Joshua. I mean, I personally went through an abusive relationship with my boyfriend, and I know the signs, and I know exactly how they act. And the way Cooper was acting, it wasn't like abusive, really, like physically, but like maybe emotionally. It just mm-hmm. thing got and he just lost himself at some point because some people can intentionally love you but they get so flustered or they feel insecure about maybe how you feel about them or you know maybe something went on you don't know and like I said with my relationship I knew from the beginning he was trying to treat me more like a doll than a human being. I couldn't talk to anybody without his permission. I couldn't do anything without his say-so. And basically, I I could tell Cooper was just going through some stuff. So it was just like, I could definitely tell that the zombie apocalypse just made it worse. And his daughter yeah. being sick just made it ten times. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think he was completely abusive, but maybe mentally... Or emotionally, maybe at some point he was. Yeah. Yeah. Too, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, oh, Constance, yeah, thank you, thank you, honestly, for for sharing your own personal situation though, too, and being brave enough to share yes, that. Yes. Yes. Like, uh, you know, the one the one crack I feel like in 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 uh, in Cooper's kind of armor of this kind of like hateful guy, like you, like you don't like him, you know. But it's like, but the one crack that I think kind of came towards the end though, like he did care he genuinely did care about his daughter and so it's like oh uh, yeah and it's like again it doesn't excuse all the things he's done but it's like he he wouldn't kill her when she was a zombie he he started that's when he really flipped out and started shooting at everybody else when they were they were after his daughter and so it's like so it's not like he's entirely unredeemable in a sense but at the same time like uh you know yeah with you guys it's like i kind of feel like he was, he was at least a creep before him. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were also kind of, like, if you guys have ever seen any of The Walking Dead. Oh, I love, I've been letting it build up because I'm going to binge watch that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, like, Cooper reminds me of 
reminds me somewhat of the governor, if you know who I'm talking mm. about. Yeah, I can yeah. yeah. He reminds me of the governor because, as you know, his daughter turned to a zombie and she was kept mm-hmm. in like a straight jacket and chains. He could not bring himself to kill her. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, give give Cooper another another couple of days in that house, and he would have a lot of heads and like fish bowls around. Right. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. My next question is this: Whose kill was your favorite? And it doesn't matter if it's a zombie. It doesn't matter if it's one of the seven. Uh, which kill was your favorite? Uh, Miss Ingrid, we'll go to you um, for this one first. Uh, which when kill was your favorite? Bob, when Barbara killed um, the guy she stabbed with the flower. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That flower, that flower rounder, whatever the thing is. Oh, the memorial flower? Yeah, the yeah. memorial flower. When he came back, if you remember him, it's Oh, hell. Oh, that's right. That to me was like a, a, a real good kill. I like that one. And, uh, Constance, how about you? What, what was your, whose kill was your favorite? Mine would have to be a zombie, and that's when Barbara met up with the uncle and What was your favorite? Whose kill was your favorite? <laughs> yeah, it's like, ironically, Ingrid's favorite was actually my least favorite. Like, floral zombie is what I called him throughout. I like pick a zombie that's my favorite, any zombie movie. So it's like, and I like root for them to make it to the end, you know, to be like the last zombie that eats somebody or gets killed or something. And like, and like, I always wanted to be like one of those zombies that people see in the background that's like dragging a shopping cart or is wearing like football pads. And everyone's like, what's that guy's story? You know? <laughs> and like, but floral zombie, I wanted him to like make it to like the city or something. And everyone's like, that zombie is flowers sticking out of his neck. But no, she, she just, Barbara just killed my dreams there. So, uh, but like, but for me, like, uh, but Barbara also had my favorite kill though. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, I'm jumping in with Constance on this one. Uh, like when she was up against like, like the uncle or whoever in the, uh, in the living room, it's just like, like, yeah. you know, that's like where she kind of became this like kick butt person, but it's like, but she yeah. did it with like the tiniest weapon ever. It's this dinky little like fire poker. And she's like whacked him a few times and he died. Yeah. It's like David versus Goliath there or something. But uh, to be honest, it was kind of my, he was kind of my favorite zombie too. He's kind of like this yeah. grotesque like. <laughs> I mean, like speaking yeah. of like favorite zombies, it's not in this movie, but it is in one of the Night of the Living Dead. But um. I will forever, ever love Tar Man. No, that is my childhood trauma. Ah, uh, yeah, Tar Man. That's in Return of the, like, of the Living Dead. King and then Tar Man comes out, and I was like so scared of that. Always, <laughs> that's, that's the heart of all my books. Always, it's right trying to write out this trauma <laughs> I experience. The big brain. I, 
I, I don't know. The first time I saw Carmen, I was like, you know what? That was like a very eviction zombie to me. Like, I yeah. see zombies, I'm in torn part, jaws, like, sleep mm-hmm. on the bottom. And then you see this guy come out completely covered in tar. The face looks like a skeleton. And then he sparted and was actually full of shit. Yeah. And trapped somebody. So I'm just. I have like, had so many nightmares about that zombie to this day. Like, I, <laughs> I, I saw that movie, I'm like, when I went back as an adult, I'm like, maybe it's one of those movies that's dumb when you watch it now. And like, the whole movie, I'm like, oh man, I can't believe I'm scared of this. And then Tar Man shows up and I'm like, oh, okay, that's why. I'm like, I'm yeah. so scared of this. Like, no thanks. <laughs> I'm hiding under my blanket again. <laughs> I'm like Cooper. I'm like, I'm going down to the basement with my TV and then Tar Man shows up in the basement. I'm like, I'm going back upstairs now. <laughs> Now that's scary. That would be scary. Oh my gosh. Well, well, you know what? My favorite kill was, was and you guys are going to crack up laughing at this. And so it's my listeners. Now I know it's not Christian. I guess maybe I, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I got to get there. But I loved it when Barbara killed Cooper. <laughs> I just gotta be honest about that. I loved it when I, I was like, I know that's right, girl. Yes, you know, avenge Ben. Yeah, Cooper's Cooper's one. Of the, it's, I always give like any character like, when I'm writing something. It's like I give them the uh, like like the sideshow. Like if they had their own spinoff show that was all about them. By the end of it, would everyone want them dead? If the answer is yes, then then you kill them in your book. That's that's actually a good that's a good analogy. You're ready to kill him. You better kill him at the end. Thank you, Barbara. (laughs) (laughs) So that that maybe Tommy had the best. Really got it. he got he he racked up the biggest body count you know it's like, yeah. right. and that gas pump <laughs> yeah. maybe even maybe even Ben too since they stranded Ben down there so long he wasn't in there to be up Cooper <laughs> <laughs> but yes that was without a shadow of a doubt my favorite kill uh, but and and. Uh, um, uh, now we uh, do move on to my deep question. Um, how does Night of the Living Dead uh, pertain to the Bible, if at all? And uh, I, I'll go first uh, for this one. And um, uh, I, I had nothing. I, I, I couldn't even think of it. I, I, I was talking to Brian about this earlier. Uh, Brian is my fiance, uh, Joshua. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I was uh, talking about, uh, uh, we were talking about this. And I said, well, I can't really think of anything. And uh, I couldn't think of anything. And then I thought about, well, anger. 
anger in the Bible, uh, you know, Jesus said, you could be angry, but sin not. And uh, and so, you know, I was thinking about that. But then Joshua says something a little bit earlier that got that got my wheels turning. And you, you said that, um, you know, uh, Barbara's inner strength kind of came out. Like, you know, she like kind of went from being scared to actually to growing into, oh, I can do this. We can fight them. We Or we can, at the very least, we can walk by them because they're slow. You know, it, you know, she was thinking of plans. She was actually, she went from being meek to actually planning something out. And, and that's how it is in our Christian walk as well. You know, we, uh, we are, we start out meek and we, then as we grow and as we go through things and as we go, you know, through life, you know, it makes us, uh, not hard, but it makes us see things in a totally different way than we did before. So we can, we can fight those demons. We, we can fight, you know, uh, whatever it is that we need to, to make it to the next level, if I'm making any sense. <laughs> uh, but uh, so that's, that's what I have. That's, that's what I got. And that, that's what I thank you because that you were the one who actually got my wheels turned. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That's it. That's it. Usually, usually I make people think less deep. They're like, oh, man, I, I feel less like <laughs> crap talking to these guys. <laughs> so I'm glad you, you came up with something way more deep than I could have ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just like a bee in the cave and I get eaten. I just haven't got eaten yet. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, I feel you on the uh, – especially if you want to go with the depth of the metaphor, right? Of like, uh, mm-hmm. of zombies and, uh, uh, you know, like zombie movies are really all about confronting our own, like, like we're the monster. That's what the, that's the art that wow. zombies made. Like zombie movies turned it into this kind of metaphor of like, we're, we're the monster. And that's kind of what they were all about. And that's why like George A. Romero with all of his original trilogy kind of tackled the social subject with each one. That was kind of right. about us. And like, we, we wow. can be the monster, but it's like, but I like the idea of like, you know, that Barbara, Barbara's journey in the sense of like, you know, it's like originally she was just like, she was straight up running away from the zombies. And uh, so in a way, if you look at it, it's like if, if zombies are kind of like the troubles of the world and the troubles of other people uh, going with, going back to like, you know, uh, you know, as a Christian, it's like, it's like your job isn't just to look at yourself. It's just, it's to look at the troubles of other people and, and yeah. try to, get down on their level and it's like so originally she's running away from the problems that are tackling her and like and the troubles of other people and then she eventually gets to the point where she wants to kind of she she gets a little bit more of that confidence and say i can go near to these things but we can get around them but she doesn't quite get to the point of actually confronting them and then it's only when things start to build up and she kind of feels a little trapped that she's like i need to confront these troubles and this right. this creature that's building against me and and she kind of finds some of that strength and starts battling it out with them and uh but with you know she still had kind of had compassion for these things so it's like uh 
that's something big when uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a spiritual person. I'm, I'm Christian. And it's like, and so it's like, uh, like for for me, it's like uh, something in my life. I've been through a lot of hard things uh, uh, in my life, and uh, oh, it's yeah. really taught me to to actually confront some of those hard things and, uh, oh, and, yeah. and other people we'll too, and try and help them through it. And through that, it's built me up too. And uh, so it's kind of like when. Barbara started helping other people. When Tommy started helping other people, they mm-hmm. started all teaming up against these things. It's that togetherness, and we, we can go forward and togetherness right. and tackle each when other's we problems, unite. even if they might yeah. not be our own problems. Well, mm-hmm. Amen. I like that. <laughs> you know, it's not a, a, a fellowship piece, I guess, of Christianity of like, like, you know, God telling his people, love your neighbor, right? And love right. your enemies, right? It's like tackling other people's problems. And through that, you kind of grow. Yes. Wow. And that is the truth. And uh, Miss Ingrid, how do you feel about um, if uh, the night of the living dead pertains to the Bible or not? Uh, I, I, I have an empathic feeling mm-hmm. about it. Um, it's more of feeling the pain of what the world's going through, uh, based on whatever, uh, happening or uh, some kind of plague or virus or whatever, you know, that's going on in the world, uh, it, um, uh-oh. Well, I, I, I would put it this way. It, 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 it's people, how people are going to treat each other as this is going on. The, 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 the way people are, the mindset of people. You know, who, who is willing to do what to get rid of you know, staying safe and, you know, being able to work together as teams to get to know us, to get, you know, keep that team of humanity. So, in my opinion, being humble and all, you know, I, I would want to try to do the best that I can to survive and to help survive with others. So that's kind of the way I, I want to take All right. And, and Constance, how about you, girl? Uh, how do you feel about that question? I feel this. I feel it serves a lot of like fear that people feel that they can't overcome because they're afraid if they speak out like in today's world it's so obvious fear overtakes somebody so quickly you're afraid to speak out because maybe you feel like you're going to get hurt yeah you don't speak you're Mm -hmm. afraid that maybe if you say the wrong thing you're going to get hit or hurt or beat right or worse Yes, exactly. And exactly. and really, it's like Barbara's always a good example. I mean, I agree with the I agree with the whole you know John 
Tommy being possessive of his sister. I mean, maybe she was too afraid to speak out about it because she's maybe he had hit her before. Done things before that he feels like he needs to control. So it's like I fear I I I just feel like this whole movie concerns about fear and overcoming those fears and standing up and saying, I'm not gonna take this anymore. Coming out of my shell, you're not gonna do this any anymore, I'm gonna fight back. So I mean like yeah. that that's what it reflects to me is, you know, overcoming a fear or fears that you have and with me being a writer, I like getting into people's heads. I like to give people a sense of impact when they read my stories. Like, they can almost feel for the characters I write about. They can mm-hmm. feel the same fear that they have during whatever they're going through. Maybe, they, maybe something happened and they need closure. You know, whatever the thing, I want to give that fear, that element. And by the end of the story, I want you to feel as accomplished as the character does because they overcame whatever happened. Right. So, I mean. That's, that's the Bible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the survival instincts will definitely kick in when you go yeah. through stuff. I'd say another another spiritual moment in this, right? Uh-huh. Is when Barbara finally kills uh, Cooper, and everyone's like, "Thank God!" So there you go. There's your I'm telling you, I was like, "Thank you for avenging Ben," because I really did feel like it, yeah, like I she avenged him. <laughs> because you know, I, I I said, "Oh my God." When uh when Cooper shot him, and and he's and he and Ben pretty much knew that he was about to die. That's why he uh, told Barbara to just go. And uh, but when Cooper shot him, I was like, oh no! And 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 he didn't get a chance to shoot back at Cooper. And I was like, oh man, he's gonna die. And and he did. But I was I was happy that Barbara was there to to uh, get revenge. <laughs> Sorry, Lord. <laughs> we don't get to see a Cooper zombie, though. It'd be fun to, you know, like, have them kill him and then, like, have them kill him again. So, you know. <laughs> the guy, the guy Dawn of the Dead remake, they had the, the sleazy guy that uh, that was kind of filled the Cooper role. <laughs> well, guys, I don't have any more questions, but I do have five fun facts to share with you all. And they are, um, uh, fun fact number one is, at one point in the film, a female zombie can be seen walking through a field with the house in the background. This zombie hears the banging uh, from the, is he heard the banging from the humans in the house. And she turns around, uh, she, she, tr- she heard them trying to board up the window. And is attracted to the noise. So she turns and begins staggering to the house. That woman actually owned the house in real life. Uh, the producers wanted to use the house in the film and agreed to uh, give the woman a small acting part in exchange. 
Uh, he died September 30th, 2001, and he was 74. And then there's Bill, oh, Bill Cardell. He played the newscaster. And actually, he, he not only was he the newscaster in this one, but he was the newscaster in the original one, too. He died July 21st, 2016, at age 87. And, of course, you know, George, George A. Romero, who we've, you know, been discussing throughout this whole episode, uh, he um, died July 16th, 2017, and he was 77 years old. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't get to meet him either. Uh, but uh, um, now we move on to my grouper's reaction. And I asked my group members, uh, what version of Night of the Living Dead would you uh, would you prefer to watch uh, over and over? You know, the 1990 version or the 1968 version? And I had four... I have four um, replies, and all of the four said 1968. They, they was rather watch the 1968 version than the 1990 version. But I mean, which I don't blame them because the like like we have said before, the original is always the best one. Yeah. So. Uh, um, oh, I don't know. Dawn, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. Like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I must say, Dawn of the Dead was really, really good. It really, really gave the original a run for its money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I know, yeah. I guess I was like spoiled by that when it's like, uh, Night of the Dead, I saw the original first, and then I saw the remake, so I'm like, oh, I, I love the original better. But like, Dawn of the Dead, I saw the remake originally and loved it. And then I went back in college and watched the original, and I was like, eh. like yeah, 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 yeah. But but not too many remakes are like that because you know I can tell you a whole slew of remakes that didn't come close to the original. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. Hashtag the the, the, the thing. The thing will bring more. <laughs> <laughs> no, hashtag a nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> well, guys, uh, I have no more questions and no more fun facts, and nobody else has uh, uh, passed on that I could see anyway. Uh, and no more reverse reactions. So we are done. We have come to the end of my podcast. Um, I do want to mention to my listeners out there about my uh, group page, Horror Movie Warriors. And uh, Constance and Ingrid are actually my administrators off of that group page. And uh, uh, if you guys want to join a really good horror movie group, we're it. You know, it is a Christian horror movie group, but I accept anybody. I accept atheists, um, Muslims, uh, you know, anybody can join, but it is a Christian uh, horror group. And Joshua is actually a newbie to the group as well. Uh, Joshua, how how do you like my horror movie group? Have you been on it yet? 
I had a blast. Yeah, I, I originally, uh, I, I originally jumped on a few months back when I saw that you guys did uh, Phantoms. And Phantoms is one of my favorites, and uh, uh, and yeah. it was a huge inspiration in my own writing. And I love Dean Coon, so it's like I uh, when I saw that, I, I just saw it in passing, and I was like, oh, I gotta go check this out. And I've I've listened to it, and I really enjoyed it. So it's like uh, like that it's been it's been a joy for me to to come on but just 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 to warn you when you're new though they're gonna send you into the cave and make you poke the alien yeah. so, you know, like, <laughs> we sure are <laughs> I, I, I survived to the end of this one so i get to be in the sequel i get to be ellen ripley now joshua you are welcome to do another podcast <laughs> Anytime. I always always put out um, uh, schedules ahead of time. And and as you can see, they get filled up pretty quickly. So you have to really (laughs) be on the ball with it. But but yet, uh, please, whenever I put out a schedule, go ahead and jump on it. If there's a movie that you want to discuss with me that you see that I have, Please put your name down. I'm. I, I love it. I love discussing all types of scary movies. So, <laughs> and speaking of that, next week I will be discussing uh, Urban Legend. I can't wait for that. I love Urban Legend. Urban Legend is one of my favorite scary movies. Yeah, that was good. I guess. Uh, it, well, like I said, I love the classics, and uh, Urban Legend just happens to be a '90s uh, classic. You know, I I love um, the '50s, '60s, '70s, '80s, '90s, and even some early 2000s uh, scary movies. It's very good. I don't really do too well with the modern uh, horror movies. I don't really like like them all that well. The Conjuring universes, you know, is is up there with you know, some of my favorite modern horror, but... I focus, I focus more on, like, the 1920s, you know, like, like Nosferatu. That's <laughs> <laughs> just, just the only horror movie back then. You know, it's like... <laughs> well, you know, I, I do know yeah, some people who actually do like Nosferatu. I know yeah, some people who love it. Good. I'm just saying, like, yes. Like, <laughs> I, I only like horror movies from the 1920s, all one of them. <laughs> uh, well guys we have come to the end of my podcast oh and i also do want to mention my paypal account too um uh if you guys like what you hear if you guys want to uh, leave me a tip you guys can go to my paypal um my paypal account is under my email account on uh, carter latrice 126 at gmail.com again that's carter latrice 126 at gmail.com and nothing is too big and nothing is too small guys so whatever you guys want to leave is all right with me it's um very much appreciated and uh and that's all i have for tonight guys um so until the next week when i discuss Urban Legend. Uh, this has been Latrice Carter, Ingrid Hubert, Joshua Grant, and Constance Goodrich. And we will see you guys later. Bye, guys. <laughs>